Welcome to the Bear Hug Club, a pro wrestling podcast of positivity. Welcome back to the Bear Hood Club podcast. As always, I'm your host, Greg, and I'm joined by my boo, Garrett. Hello, darling. And I'm joined by my other boo, Jace. How's it going, Paul? Hello. So we're finally all back in the same room, lads, and um, it's the first, well, second podcast of the new year. So how's your start the new year been so far? Um, uh, if, if, if Boris is listening, we're not actually in the same room. Uh, we're in lockdown. We're, we're actually, <laughs> my, we're, we're in fact, how many miles away are you from me? A few hundred? 400, 500. Are you basically right on the south coast? I'm right, right on the south coast. I'm basically as far south as you can get in Devon. Right, so you're southwest, right at the corner. Yeah. Uh I I know my regions. Uh, Yeah, that's like, we're basically opposite ends, because I mean, if you you get rid of Scotland, Durham's essentially like, what, one of the highest points of England, I guess? Hmm. Just back me up. Oh, so not not only am I not only am I gonna have to go far, I have to go high as well. I have to climb. Yeah, you're gonna get out. The, the things, man. The things you yeah, make me do. Where Durham's quite hilly. I'd say. You it's will die places. if we ever take you to the Angel. Yeah, it's one of those places yes. where no matter where you go, you're constantly going uphill. Even if you uh, go I mean, back. you know. Yeah. <laughs> there are pl- plenty of hills here, but you know we are, we are also sea level. So we'll be the first ones to get hit by uh, by global warming. Anyway, this is a wrestling podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, wrestling. Tangent. Right? That's what we're here for. Um, speaking of which, get the usual plugs out of the way. So if you're looking for us on Facebook and YouTube, it's the Bear Hug Club podcast. If you're looking for us on Instagram, it's Bear Hug Club pod. And on Twitter, it's Bear Hug Club. Um, so this week, we're doing something a little dis- different. We're picking our fantasy wrestling leagues, but we'll get onto that later on. Um this past Monday and Tuesday, as of recording this, it was New Japan's big show, Wrestle Kingdom 15. So we're going to do a bit of a run-through on that, because it was a brilliant show. Uh, but we're going to pass that over to our resident New Japan expert, Garrod. That's right, but more importantly, it was Monday Night Raw. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, God, uh, God, no. Goldberg um, and Drew! Goldberg. Oh, God. That, uh, quick, quick tangent. That was a very nothing episode of, of Raw, because why were they all out there? I, I'm i not actually too fussed about a, a Goldberg-Drew match, if anything. It'll, as long as Drew wins, it will, it will you know, more legitimate, legitify his uh, his reign, I suppose. Okay, while, while we're on that, just to get out of the way, right, what's your predictions for that match? Um, every time I've predicted that Goldberg will lose, he's won. So I think, <laughs> I think just because I don't want it to happen, I predict Goldberg is going to win. Smart. smart. Uh, I think Drew's going to win, just because I think there's unfinished business between Goldberg and Roman. Yeah, I mm. mean cause that, that's what surprised a lot of people is that the. I think that's going to be the WrestleMania match: Goldberg and Roman. It's hard to tell because it seems like they're still a bit unsure what they're doing for Mania, and they still want Big Dwayne come back for Roman, but I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Drew will win. I, I don't want this to be The Fiend last year 
Like, I really don't. Like, no one, no one wants to see Bill win the big belt again. No one cares. It's, and it's the last just... two times he's, the last two times that he's won the big belt, he's dropped it in his first defense. Yeah, pretty much. It's just the Reigns like, ploy. That's, that's why they did Legends Nights because the Reigns have been in the. Well, yeah, but again. that's 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 the scary part. Is is it's is it's a desperation ratings thing, which is why I feel like it's he could still win it again. You know, because. I don't think it's actually going to give that much of a boost to the ratings, especially because no, no they're not—they're not doing the match on. If they wanted to boost for the ratings, they'd book the match for TV, you know. True. Anyway. Which which they should start doing anyway. But anyway, back anyway, to uh, it's Wrestle Kingdom. Go. Yes, <laughs> a, a far far happier show. Anyone who doesn't know Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom is basically the WrestleMania for uh, NJPW. Um, and it's sort of their biggest show of the year. It's now split over two days, much like WrestleMania is. But this one's oftentimes even still a little bit easier to to, to choke down because it's not too long. Also, for us fans in the UK, if you're an early bird, you can watch it at 7am, which is far better than watching a, a, a wrestling show at 1am until until 7am. Um, yeah. uh, Greg, I know that you, this is your sort of first foray into that 7am show. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a, obviously a fan of New Japan, but obviously not as in-depth as you are. So, this is my first time watching the full show. Um, and it was brilliant for me because I was up already for work. So, while doing my job, I was able to kind of have my eye on it in the background. So, it was actually quite pleasant. Mm. Um, so, we probably won't go through every single match. Most of the sort of undercard of the New Japan shows um, are, are sort of exhibition matches and, and, and whatnot. Uh, they'd usually do a big sort of, um, uh, the one this one was a 21-man New Japan Rambo uh, to determine who will challenge for the provisional King of Pro Wrestling 2021 trophy, um, which was just uh, countless, countless teams, including like Minoru Suzuki was in there, uh, Honma, Tiger Mask, a bunch of, a bunch of people in there. Um, but sort of the main matches that you go to in the main builds are, uh, uh, a lot of the, the first night was setting up what was happening on the second night. For example, the main event of night one and night two were both for the, um, the two main titles, the Intercontinental, uh, Championship and the, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Um, but the second match of the night, one of the biggest crowd favorites going right now is Hiromu Takahashi um, who was against El Fantasmo and they they're both super juniors uh, they were going for the number one contender for the next night for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship uh, the story there is that El Fantasmo part of Bullet Club um, and the current champion uh, Bone Soldier Taiji Ishimori is also part of Bullet Club so there was, on commentary, there was a lot of talk of um, El Fantasmo injuring Hiromi Takahashi so that, um, you know, Takahashi would have a horrible night on the next night. And they played into that a lot. He hurt his hand, did all of this kind of thing. Uh, but Hiromi Takahashi came out on top. But we'll get to that on the next night. Uh, we then had a fantastic tag team match, the Gorillas of Destiny, uh, G.O.D., against probably one of the best-named tag teams of all time, Dangerous Techers, I love uh, team which, so is, uh, which is which is Taichi and Zack Saber Junior. Um, Gorillas of Destiny came out on top. 
I don't believe they've ever won the belts at, at Wrestle Kingdom. They only ever lose the belts because they go in as champion, which I think has happened about three times. But they finally won the belt. Uh, they did climb through the audience, who were all uh, masked up and everything, to stand on a little podium at the end, which is a bit weird, but it's fine. Um, it did look very we... awkward as they were just kind of pushing through, like, kind of, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, they were just like, oh, excuse, excuse me, out of the way. Uh, they may have got sort of a reprimanding for that. I don't know if they got permission. Oftentimes, one of the best things about um, Wrestle Kingdom and New Japan in general is that all of the uh, British and American wrestlers, specifically the British wrestlers, will just swear to their heart's content. And some of the, the Japanese wrestlers as well will also sort of swear in English um, because they just don't really pay too much mind to it. So, uh, <laughs> well, Jay, White, there's... Jay White was doing that in the main event, not to go yeah, there, wasn't he? Yeah. swear was at one point. <laughs> there was a point well, where I think Zack Sabre Jr. was holding um, uh, Tama Tonga in the corner. No, I think it was Tangaloa in the corner. And he, 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 he says to his partner, he goes, this is, it's the fucking Tokyo Dome. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember that. <laughs> well, it's like when you get uh, British wrestlers in American promotions mm. and there's no problem with them saying, like, wanker, knobhead, stuff like that, yeah. stuff that they don't consider to be swearing. And obviously, with, if you've got the language barrier in Japan, so they can pretty much get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, even even I believe sometimes on commentary they 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 go a little bit over the top, but they never really mention it. You know, they never they never say, "Oh, these don't don't worry, kids, about the language." It's just it's just part of part of the show. They also know that it's it's very much geared towards an older wrestling fan, a, a smark, if you will, I suppose. Um, but anyway, we move then on to a, a little vignette and. And John Moxley comes up on the screen. John Moxley, uh, if you don't know, is still the uh, IWGP US champion. He has been for quite a while. I believe he's had about two or three defenses, but due to COVID, he's not been able to defend the belt. Um, but was he it appears. Last year that he won the belt back, did he drop it and then? Yeah, he dropped it. He dropped it because of I believe there was a typhoon or something, Mm -hmm. Um, and he had to relinquish the belt. And then I believe it was Lance Archer against. I think it might have been Juice Robinson. I think Juice Robinson won. Um, No, wasn't it Moxley and Lance last year? Because I remember that match happening and it being really bloody good. I think you're right. Maybe he won yeah. back off of Lance. You're, I think you're correct and there. And then he fought Juice the next night, I think. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, he appears on the screen. Not only on the screen, but he appears in a New Japan ring. But not in Japan. I believe he was in a New Japan strong ring, which is their sort of um, uh, North American counterpart that they've started. So possibly Kenta is going to go to the States and then face him there. Spoilers, Kenta's match was um, a singles match to determine who was going to face for the IWGP United States Championship. It was him against uh, Satoshi Kojima, um, and Kenta came out on top. Pretty decent match. Um, Satoshi Kojima, uh, legend of the business, been around for a very long time, so it was. I don't know if it was his send-off. They often have quite elderly wrestlers in, in New Japan, but that wouldn't have been, if if that was my send off for example i wouldn't be i wouldn't be uh, upset with that huh. um now we move to our final three matches um 
we have Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, against the Great Okan. Great Okan has sided himself with Will Ospreay, B. Priestley, and Jeff Cobb. Um, going, they are sort of the um, new stable, uh, going as the Empire. Weird booking on this one. Um, yeah. The Great Okan loses to Hiroshi Tanahashi, which then leads to the next match, which is uh, Okada against Osprey, which just tremendous. It goes yes. about, it goes th- like 30, 40 Will, minutes. Will it's tremendous. Osprey, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you can't expect a bad match out of either of them guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and just put them in the ring together and you, you, it, magic. Yeah, yeah I mean, magic. they've... They've got a storied history. Um, I, th- I, you know, you you think the maybe the biggest show of the year was probably the time to put over Osprey, but if they're building to something bigger, we'll see. Uh, as as we'll talk about in in well, I say two days, but you know, two days in in what I'm talking, you know what I mean. Two yeah. days from the date that this happened. Um, but yeah, Okada beat Osprey, uh, and then we go to the main event, or, t- well, they called it the co-main event, but it's the main event. It was Kota Ibushi against Tetsuya Naito, who's currently the heavyweight and intercontinental champion. Um, I get afraid any time these two step into a ring together, because if you've seen any of their matches, the amount of drops on the neck and oh, yeah. head is honestly, these ma- these men are made of rubber. Well, one bump it's... in this match in particular had me wincing. In absolute pain. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. it. Uh, there are points where I think they do go a little bit too far. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, it puts the strong in strong style. Put it that way. It does. Um, I mean, if anyone was to do it, it's, it's these two. Yeah. Uh, if anyone was <laughs> to do it as safe as, I suppose possible, it's it would probably be these two, but um. But, wow, you know, uh, Kota Ibushi comes out on top and is now the IWGP heavyweight champion and the Intercontinental champion. Yes. Uh, so he has his crowning on the first night, which is very interesting. Um, but that is only to go into a match the next night with Jay White. So we move to the next day. Um, to start off, there was quite a few uh, Stardom exhibition matches, which is great. I believe Stardom is owned by the same company that owns New Japan. I think they're both owned by Bushi Road. Which is probably why they do that sort of crossover. Because for anyone who doesn't know, um, New Japan don't actually have any um, female wrestlers per se. We are looking to sort of... There's been rumours of them trying to add that recently, hasn't there? So maybe stardom's that kind of way they're going to come in and do that, possibly. I think... I I don't know what the the, the right course of action is on that front. Because stardom itself is um, an all-women promotion and it is tremendous much like new japan is i suppose that the the real push should be i don't know whether whether merging the two is the correct or, or I mean, merging you know not merge I don't but think keep merge... them separate and then do what they've done on this you know it's yeah it's more yeah more of a promotion more, more promoting of of stardom and, and of, of you know female wrestling there yeah, I, th- I think if they merge them, it might hurt hurt stardom. Maybe not hurt New Japan because you'll have people who go to stardom shows purely because it's an all women's promotion. Yeah. 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 Whereas, 
you might not get them people going to a New Japan show. Whereas you're still going to get plenty of people going to New Japan. Regardless yeah. of whether there's women there or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we then move on to the main card. Uh, you got sort of the undercard, I suppose, at this point. Uh, you had that 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 Battle Royale-type style Rambo, whatever it was, match that happened uh, the night before. Uh, you have uh, one of my favourite wrestlers in New Japan. You have Toriyano, who defeated Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, and Bushi uh, for the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 trophy. Sort of a, a comedy wrestler. We are definitely going to bring him up again a few times, especially in matches you need to see eventually. Yeah. Um, we then go to the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag uh, Championship. I wasn't following this one too closely, uh, but you had uh, Ryosuke Taguchi and Master Wado against Suzuki Gun, who were represented by El Desperado and Yoshinobu. Uh, Suzuki Gun won this one, which is uh, pretty great. Um, other members of Suzuki Gun being Dangerous Tekkers and Minoru Suzuki. Um, we then move to probably the best match, I would say, of the entire night, of the entire two nights. It wasn't as long, of course, as any of the, the main events. Yeah. It was about 20 minutes long, but it was Shingo Takagi against Jeff Cobb. Um, we've spoken about Shingo Takagi before. We spoke about his match with Osprey when he was um, in the Best of the Super Junior final. He is very much not a junior, as you can tell with his match against Cobb. Cobb, one of the sort of uh, more bulky, hard-hitting wrestlers going. Um, they were fighting for the Never Openweight Championship. The Never Openweight Championship is sort of the... It's the, it's the one belt, or one of the belts, where it doesn't matter if you're a junior or a heavyweight, you can challenge for this belt. So it's, it's kind of your stepping stone forward, I suppose. Um... But this match, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was it was tremendous. so well paced that you were on the edge of your seat the entire time. Um, the, I don't know. I just it, it's 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 weird to go to talk about um, the upcoming like fifty to an hour long match for the for the two main titles and say, <laughs> now nah, you should probably watch the one for the never open weight championship that gets thrown around. Well, um, I think I think to that end, the reason why this one was so good, because like I say, it was well-paced, but it is that perfect length. I think one thing that maybe can put off a lot of maybe more casual people checking out New Japan is that if you're looking towards the main event matches, they are a bit of an endurance test. You know, they go on for like upwards of 40 to 60 minutes sometimes. So this is kind of like one of those nicer matches where it's more of your typical length. So I think it's like it's going to appeal to a lot more people. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, I suppose there's more of a, more of an in. Um, and it's a very simple story, because it's just two yeah. big guys hitting each other. Um, you don't really need too much backstory on that, you know? It's just, that it's just basically like um, a very agile fridge and a very agile washing machine beating the fuck out of each <laughs> other. That's the way I describe it. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, the size of Jeff Cobb and the height he gets and, like, the precision he gets on, like, a, a drop kick, a drop kick, for example. You know, it, it's insane. His... his Goddamn standing moonsault is better than half of the cruiserweights. You know, it's yeah, mad. Yeah. 
And then there's uh, what's the, what's his move? Is it uh, Tour of the Islands? Is it called the move? Tour of the Islands. Yeah. 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 Which just defies logic. But there you go. It's it's the way he just stops his momentum and just swings them back, and then his body like flies, and he's like he's like perpendicular to the ground, and he's doing <laughs> it to, to to absolute like huge people as well. It's yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, in another weird booking note, Jeff Cobb, the new member of Osprey's stable, also loses. Uh, spoilers there. Um, but regardless, what a match. Um, so, so, like, kind of picking on that to that end, I think we, mm-hmm. we both kind of discussed this. It, it seemed a bit surprising the booking towards Osprey. None of Osprey's stable got a win. Um, which, like, fair enough, like, you, you, don't, you don't necessarily have to have them all win, but it's kind of surprising at least one of those matches didn't at least get the W for them. Like, we were both saying we thought Osprey should have maybe beat Okada, because that would have been, like, a good statement to make. I think, I, some, I do somewhat agree. When New Japan do these shows, they will often do the next day, much like a follow-up Monday Night Raw, that should, you know, answer things and continue a story, but often doesn't over on Raw. Um, they do usually do that. So, so following uh, Wrestle Kingdom, um, New Year's Dash happened, um, and well, I'll get to that in a second. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll reserve our judgment, and they have the entire year. Um, and I I don't really I'm not worried at all. I don't think for Osprey's stable. Uh, I'm not worried for Great Okan. I'm not worried for Jeff Cobb. I think. Especially because they all got a, a great showing as well. None of it was a squash, you know. Each match minimum was like twenty five minutes practically. Um, yeah. I think I think uh, Jeff Cobb and Shingo was twenty odd, but yeah. um, uh, but yeah. So we we move on to another match, probably one of the biggest grudge matches of the night. Um, it was Sonata against um, actually, but before before we. Uh, uh, for anyone that doesn't know the name of of his opponent, um, there was a a massive turn on uh, in a group called uh, Los Ingobernables de Japón. This is Naito stable, um, Lij as they're also known, and there was a big turn, and everyone was shocked that the the this guy turned um, on them and 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 joined Bullet Club and joined the bad guys. The name of this man, of course, is Evil, the King of Darkness. So I don't know why anyone was surprised that Evil the King of Darkness decided to turn on them. Um, he's also you have to spell his name in in all capitals as well, E V I L. But yeah, uh, Evil of course playing the heel, Sonata playing uh, the babyface. They go into the match, former stablemates. Um, Evil has Dick Togo um, ringside, as most of Bullet Club usually have someone. You know, messing about, doing uh, doing some heel tactics here and there. Match is pretty good. Um, Sonata is world class. I think he's going to be IWGP champion, possibly even by the end of this year or Wrestle Kingdom next year. Um, it's it's just it's just down the pipeline for him without a doubt. Yeah. And he picks the W over Evil. Uh, we then move to the co-main event, which is the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. We had the qualifier yesterday, so it was Hiromu Takahashi, and he is now against Taiji Ishimori. Um, just, just a great match. Honestly, Takahashi is so beloved by the fans. Um, if you look out into the crowd, you never see anyone with like a stuffed cat. And you'll see a lot of them with a stuffed cat. That's his. Um, he's just a massively adored wrestler, and he, he was the one of the feel good wins of the night. 
he picked up the W over Taiji Ishimori. Um, I don't... Takahashi, quite a small guy. He is kind of built for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. But he is one of... He's that kind of... Whatever I... We need to have a full-on discussion about junior heavyweights and cruiserweights and what it means in wrestling and, and how it can be... How they can be the main event, you know? For the longest time, heavyweight has been booked as... Because it's it's almost still booked like like it was in the carnival days, right? Come and see this huge man, unbeatable person. But I think, especially when you look at the real world and how it works in the real, real world, the biggest draws in, let's say, MMA, it isn't the, like, heavyweights, mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's Conor McGregor's weight, or it's even... It's even below that sometimes because they're, it, it's not about how big they are. It's about the fight and it's about the build-up. And I think T- Hiromu Takahashi especially um, is is the kind of personality and character that can bring a, a junior heavyweight championship match to not only like a main event like status, but like a, a constantly top-of-the-card type look. I mean, yes, like right now, imagine in in WWE, right? At the WrestleMania, the final night of WrestleMania, the match before um Roman Reigns for the for the Universal. Imagine the match before being the Cruiserweight Championship. You just can't see that right now, can you? No. I mean, that's a, yeah. Not. What what I think's different though is that fair enough you are it is still the case with New Japan obviously the junior heavyweight isn't like in the main event, but it seems like they at least have a lot more respect for that weight than WWE does. I mean, the Cruiserweight title back in the early 2000s, fair enough, that had a bit more prestige and was a bit more of a sought-after belt. The one that they've got now is still mostly relegated to, like, the pre-show or 205 Live, and then there's the fact that there's, like, one in NXT UK now, and then there's the one in NXT. It's a bit all over the place as well. It's almost like they don't know where to put it. It's... Yeah. Is it is it even a WWE thing? Is it now just a solely NXT thing? I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. I think it's billed as the NXT U, NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Mm. Yeah, it is. So it's definitely more NXT now than it is WWE. Yeah. Well, anyway, my point is, all of those guys and 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 everything in that weight division have the potential to be put into a main event spot and and new japan for the most part definitely treats the the junior heavyweight division like that i mean much like with the best of the super juniors they have their own entire tournament built around them and 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 creating stars because i think they they also know that if they aren't even if they aren't going to be main eventers as junior heavyweights they're soon to be heavyweights you know they're they're the people to bring forward uh often um Takahashi and Taji Ishimori, probably not. I think they're shorter than I am, and I'm very short. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we then move on to the match um, that I'm sure a lot of people will be talking about for a long time. Uh, Kota Ibushi against Jay White with Gado by his side. This uh, is the main event. IWGP Heavyweight Championship, IWGP Intercontinental Championship. They're not uh, merged. They are two separate belts. They're not a, a unified championship. Although there was talk about it. I think Ibushi mentioned it. Yeah, um, Ibushi came out today maybe or the day mm, before saying that he wants to maybe unify them. 
Yeah, I don't know if that's a... That's... The, I mean... The, the Intercontinental's not that all of a belt, if I'm right. It's still one of the more relatively new titles they have. Yeah, it's... It has... Even with that, it has a, a big, long history. If you ever want to look at... Naito had the belt for quite a long time, and his whole thing is that he kind of didn't give a shit about the actual yeah. belt itself. He'd like, throw, throw it around. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and the the, the 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 leather isn't actually white. It's painted. So oh, it would okay. get very dirty and um and it barely even looked white by towards <laughs> the end of it. So there was I, there was a point where I think Tanahashi took it back and he, they did this whole thing with him painting it and and bringing restoring it and all of that kind of thing. But anyway, I mean, there are a lot of titles in yeah, New Japan. Yeah. There are a lot of titles they go for. They even have the Rev Pro titles and, and all of this. Um, the match, very, very good. I think it, it's... It, this. I mean, the crowning was yesterday, because that's when Kota Ibushi won it. But really, today was his kind of showing. Uh, most of the offense in the first half was Jay White um, really dominating the match. And then there was a point where he just made Ibushi just flip a switch and get incredibly aggressive, incredibly angry, and and he basically beat Jay White to an inch of his life uh, at a point, to a point where Jay White just said, please pin me, this is over, please pin me. Um, could it have been a ploy? Maybe, you know, bullet club. Yeah. Um, but Kota Ibushi gets the W and walks away with it. Probably one of the biggest stories is the possibility of Jay White leaving um, now is this like legit or is this more of a, you know, an angle? I'm I'm unsure. I I was under the impression he'd actually signed quite a long contract with New Japan, and also I mean we have no idea what the behind the scenes is like. We don't know if there's any kind of animosity, but he's, you know, he's he's been put in high profile situations for a very long time. He was he's he's only been wrestling for about six seven years. Um, well, he's a product of their young lion dojo system if i'm correct yeah he is yeah. um i mean you could go back a few years and he was he was carrying kota Ibushi out of the tokyo yeah, dome yeah, yeah. as a young lion um it's it's very interesting to see maybe he'll end up in wwe maybe AEW. could just be a ploy maybe he's changing faction maybe he's creating a new one um they do that a lot uh yeah. and it works every time but um we'll see Going forward, Kota Ibushi as champion is going to be an interesting prospect. I think what I want to see, which I'm not sure we will see, is a IWGP heavyweight champion Ibushi against an AEW heavyweight champion Kenny Omega. Yes, um, because I mean, given that they've just changed ownership, and I think a lot of the reason why a lot of people left New Japan, especially like people like the Bucks and. Omega, not only because of AW, it was because they weren't happy with the management at the time. Now that that's changed hands, uh, there's the possibility of that door opening, and obviously the story writes itself, given the history of Omega and Ibushi, and now that they're both world champions on two of the biggest platforms, that is definitely a match that's got Match of the Year written all over it. Um, so I'm interested to see where that could go next. Um uh, this this is for Abushi's first time with the big belt, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he strikes me as kind of a Daniel Bryan type figure of New Japan. Would that be like a fair assessment? Um, yeah, no, I'd say that's pretty fair. Um, he's, I don't know if he's had that, you know, 
that much of a, a fan build behind him. Almost a better allegory to Daniel Bryan would probably be Naito's win. Because um, he kind of got cucked of it at one point. Uh, when there was a fan vote and and uh, the Intercontinental Championship went on ahead of his um, heavyweight championship match way back when, and the the fans kind of grew behind him like that. But uh, but I do I do see him in a, in a sort of a baby face uh, Ibushi in a baby face Daniel Bryan situation as well. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'm looking forward to see where it goes, and it was an absolutely tremendous uh, never Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Jay, has you got any fi- any thoughts on the whole on the last two days? Uh, well, I haven't had a chance to watch Wrestle Kingdom yet. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> all you got to watch is Jeff Cobb and Shingo Takagi. Rest of it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, the rest of it is is amazing wrestling, but you know. Yeah. I've I've watched the highlights of Osprey and Okada and mm-hmm. Ibushi and Naito, and oh, yeah, just yeah. watching them like five minute packages of the highlights. They both look like unreal matches, which you wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I will get round to watching the whole it's, two it's, years. It's long. It's I, an I incredibly mean, like. I'd say to, to have something at this level of of like consistently good matches and and interesting stories and everything. It's 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 not really rare because they do it all the time. But if you're you know, if you're a fan of other wrestling sometimes it can be rare yeah i mean i think with wrestle kingdom you're always guaranteed i don't think it's rare you'll see a bad match on a wrestle kingdom card and mm. it's always guaranteed you're at least gonna see probably as a five star from Meltzer for at least one or possibly even two so it's always just a good thing to start the year because it's always going to be tremendous and you're always going to see something that just gets the year off to a good start because like like i posted on our social media Brand new year, but it's pretty much going to be a continuation of last year when you look at the wider world, but at least stuff like this prevents good escapism and at least gets you in a in a better mood about things because it was re- a really tremendous show for both nights. Yeah. Um, but anyway, quickly to touch on the next night. Um, it was the, um, the New Year's Dash, their sort of follow-up show where they continue on with the stories. Oftentimes, that's when... A, a a new thing would happen, a new sort of stable would be formed, and things like that. Um, Osprey's stable, uh, I believe, now called the United Empire. Um, they came out, laid waste to their opponents, and then proclaimed they're not over. So maybe, maybe now this is their flip of the switch. Get more aggressive, do more heel tactics, because that is one thing I suppose they had where they didn't do too many heely things. I think. B Priestley tried to distract Okada a couple times. They didn't exactly use any foreign objects much, you know. So perhaps this is their time to, to go full heel and and win some titles. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, it's really just like um, who is who against who. Uh, obviously, you've got Moxley Kenta. Um, you've got, um, I think the, the next one for Ibushi is most likely Sonada. Uh, I think Shingo versus Tanahashi is most likely coming up, um, and uh, I saw I saw a tweet that that sort of summed up what what it, what it's looking up like in the future, and it was like yeah Moxie versus Kenta, Hiromi versus Sho, Jay White versus Depression, because um, <laughs> uh, I shouldn't really laugh at that, but that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if what's happening with Jay White. It could be a big storyline thing, and very well this could be his farewell. 
Ah, interesting. Well, I mean, I'm excited going forward. I mean, one of my big things this year is to try and get... Obviously, like I said, I'm a fan of New Japan, but I'm not heavily invested like you are, so I'm trying to rectify that this year and have more focus. And what we're doing in the next segment should hopefully give me a bit of a way of taking that forward as well. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts on that, lads, before we move into the next bit? No, I'm good. Nope. All good. Super, thank you very much for taking on over there, Garrett. So, um, as I mentioned at the start there, what we're going to be doing this week is our Fantasy Wrestling League. So, what this is essentially, it's similar to like if you're, say, a football fan, you know, lots of football fans have their Fantasy Football League. We're doing that instead of wrestling. So, the way we're working is we're basically going to create our own federation or company, if you like, and then we're picking our roster from mainstream wrestling promotions. So, what we said, we're, we can pick anyone from WWE, AEW, NXT, or New Japan. So they're kind of what we would say are sort of the big four companies at the moment. Um, the rules are as follows. So we've each got to pick 10 male stars, 8 female stars, and 5 tag teams. And the general point system for this is going to be you'll get plus 2 points if your person wins a match, negative 2 if they lose a match, plus five if they win a title, and negative three if they lose that title. We're going to also, for pay-per-views, which we're, we're kind of still trying to figure out what we might do, because we're going to say for pay-per-views there'll be bonus points to be won, whether that's just putting a multiplier on it. We're also saying that for certain big matches, that'll be bonus points. So obviously, the Rumble's coming up soon, so if we've got a guy who's in the Rumble and wins, that's obviously going to be a lot of points awarded. And we're officially calling the start from today when we're recording, so that's the 6th of January, and that's going to go all the way through to the final night of next year's Wrestle Kingdom, so that should be the 5th of January, because typically it's always the same dates. Um, so, uh, before we get started, lads, how did you find picking your rosters? Um, it's interesting in that I've had to really kind of focus on different companies uh, for different divisions. For example, there are a few... I mean, I'm not really looking at WWE for tag teams. No, um, <laughs> I'm looking. Not. I'm looking more to WWE for the women's division. Um, men are a little bit all over the place. Yeah. I've also, you've also got to think of, like, New Japan's schedule is different. If you get lucky and you get a, a, a guy that's in the G1, you could rack up some wins pretty quick but you know it's obviously not been those kind of tournaments haven't been announced so who really knows um yeah it's 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 difficult and we'll, we'll see some of my picks might get taken yep jess like i i found it difficult because one of my picks has just been has just announced that he's out injured ah well ah. i mean so how how long is the injury they haven't said but it's uh kevin owens it was oh, going to be yes. Kevin Owens. Was that was that a kayfabe one or was that a? Was that... No, that was a legit. Also, oh, that what was meant to be kayfabe is actually legit now. A- apparently, yeah, that's the oh, way. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> unless unless you were going to go for it, Greg. In which case, it's kayfabe, and he's back next week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, sweet, awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, to that end, what we also did is I asked you guys to prepare a reserve because obviously, once one of us makes one of these picks, that means tough shit. You can't pick them next, so. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe for that one, you might want to still go with him, Jace, unless one of us has him. Spoiler: I don't, but mm. Garrett might. <laughs> um, I do not. 
Ah, well, there you go. Go nuts, Jace, and hope that he does come back. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do to sort of determine the picks is I'm going to roll a die. Um, I got it out of a Christmas cracker, so it finally gets a bit of use. And that'll essentially pick the order. But before we do that, have you come up with a name for your federation slash company? Yes. Right, go for it. Uh, Big Boys Wrestling, uh, BBW. I love it. <laughs> Is the tagline where the big boys play? Um, I don't have a thought of tagline. Jesus, <laughs> God. I mean, you didn't have to come up with a tagline. That's what I'm just saying. That's what it should be, you know? Yeah, uh, where the big boys play. Yeah, yeah. Jace, what did, you, did you come up with one? I didn't. I'm trying to think of one now. <laughs> well, mine, I've not really done anything funny. I've just gone for what? I've kind of thought would be a cool promotion name, which is just called United Pro. Essentially, just because thinking of the branding, it's got like a lot of connotations, but then I just also like the idea. Imagine fans chanting it, it's just the same as like a football chant. So if something's good, it'd just be, you know, United. Works pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's that also, was my also the. I'm, I'm sure they do that at football games already. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, it's like a chant that they can steal. It's a bit like, you know, how we've progressed. Yeah, you've, this you've, is progress and that kind of thing. You've, specific, yeah. you've specifically got to go and put on shows in uh, in football towns that have United in the name. <laughs> We're going to Hartlepool. <laughs> <laughs> can, no, no offence to Hartlepool, but can we please not? Uh, yeah. Like, a, a, like a, if, if, if you're not familiar with Hartlepool, uh, don't worry, there's no point really going there. If, if, if that place fell off into the sea, the only thing that would be there to remind it is a big, tall, old ship, and no one would really notice any difference. I mean, I'm sure there'd be a lot of displaced people, uh, possibly a couple deaths, bro, but you know. Bro, the whole place is boarded up. You go past every house and there's a fucking metal grill on every window. <laughs> the UK is doing great. <laughs> Oh, Hartlepool's always been like that. <laughs> uh, I'm 24 and second recession already. <laughs> We've got such a bright I'm... future, guys. <laughs> I've got my, I've got my name. Right, go for it. Allegedly entertaining wrestling. AEW. Ah, great. Tremendous. Right, um, let's just get cracking then, lads. So I'll roll the die. Um... Right. I'll be one. Who, Greg who, is two. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to have to pick, right? Okay, we'll, we'll roll. Garrett, we're going to roll for you first. Is it, is it six, six-sided? Yeah, yeah six-sided. Okay, yeah, all right, cool. If we get if we get a clash, I'll just roll again. So. All right, all right. This, this is the only way I could figure it out. <laughs> okay, Garrett, you got three. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Watch you roll two. Jess, you go next. Jay's got six. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. Come on. Oh, well, I can't beat that. Come on, five. One. Fucking hell, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so are we doing... So it's going to be Jay's, everything you... pick. So yes. are we doing you can pick everything, or can you just do men and then women and then... So we'll, we'll go for each one. So obviously it's going to be Jace, then you, then me. Um, we'll do the men, so we'll just go... You, Jace, pick one, you pick one, I pick one, and just keep going in a circle. Do it that way. So to clarify, ten men, eight women, five tag. Yep, that's correct. So, JS, kick us off then. What is your first pick? My first pick is Kenny Omega. I hate you so much. <laughs> because he because he is Kenny Omega. <laughs> that's all you need to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's basically going to be heading for a banner year, given 
he just won the AEW title, so I think that was mm-hmm. a, a right pick to go with. Um, Gary, oh, he's got a lot of titles to lose, though. Could lose that AAA, could lose that... Uh, yeah, but uh, I think I think he's going to be more or less on point for the next year. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I think, I think if it was next year, maybe it would be a risky one, but I think Jace is off to a good start with that one. I will go Osprey. Oh, fuck it, that was my second one. Damn it. Uh, yeah, again, another good choice given the stable and I mean yeah, that's that's my that's my thinking. Uh, I think I think them losing at Wrestle Kingdom might might even somehow be good for my chances because they'll be uh, racking up the wins. I think all three of them are going to do great in the G one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, do you reckon he'll be in the Super Juniors again, or do you think he's kind of passed? No, he's now? he's heavyweight now for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, still it's going to be. It's definitely a solid choice. Definitely a solid choice. Um, right, I don't know who to go for my next one because I've got two here. Um, I'll just go with this one, so it's a main event. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. Um, yep, fair. Mainly because obviously this year has been kind of his year, but I, I can kind of see from the momentum he's had that they they're probably going to look to continue that for maybe this year. Um, I think I think they put a lot of stock in him, so I think he is gonna carry on with a good year going ahead. So yeah, that's my first top pick. So round two. Round two, go for it, man. I will go with another obvious pick. Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fair. It's yeah, the same kind yeah, of crack yeah. as McIntyre, really. Yeah. It was the same kind of crack as McIntyre and Kenny. It's Roman Reigns. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and he's bit, he's doing the best work of his career. Yeah. Right now, I'm again. actually really enjoying Roman. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you Tri- again, tribal tree for Roman is great. If you pick, yeah. if you pick the two people who are going to be the main eventers for this year, it's probably going to be Drew and Roman. So, yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> uh, I I am going to branch branch out while uh, while the the stock of men is is being picked up, and I am going to go Sasha Banks. No, no. Pick pick the men and then we'll do. The oh, women. we are just doing men. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. So we'll uh, do men. We'll do women. Then we'll do the tag team last. So just do my bad. First. Yeah, it's fine. it's fine. Oh god, one of my picks is one that might not even wrestle this year at all. <laughs> okay, I will go with Hangman Adam Page. Ooh, no, no, no! I wouldn't say a bad one, especially because we've talked about before. I reckon. Maybe not the start this year, but later on in the year, we'll start to see him regain his momentum following. Yeah, that it's it's line. it's definitely a a, a a up and not an up and coming. He's he's there, but mm-hmm. but something that probably won't pay off until the later end of the year. Yeah, we'll see if he stays with the Dark Order. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I think I think it'll be a sleeper one. I reckon maybe not the start of the year, but towards as we get into the middle and the end, we'll see bigger things from him. Um, my number two, I'm changing to different portion as well. I'm gonna go with Carrion Cross. Oh, you bastard! Uh-huh. Yeah, cross yeah. that one out. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically, he was having a good year in 2020. Obviously, an injury happened, but basically, mm-hmm. he's come back. Looks like he's just gonna pick up where he left off. I don't. Uh, yeah, think... he's winning that title back. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna put the belt on him right away. I think they're going to give him some more people to feed to him first, but I think we'll see him with the NXT title fairly in the next few months, basically, and he's going to go on an absolute tear with it, so... I think if they do a takeover WrestleMania weekend, that's where he gets it back. 
Yeah, I think I think that's where you want to kind of build it. Just sort of got a big takeover moment for Mania weekend. I agree. Super. Yes, uh, back to you. Me, I will go. Ilya Dragunov. Nice. Okay. So that was the thing I didn't mention next to UK, but I think we can kind of class that because there is a lot of carryover. So that's fine if you do want to pick people from that. But yeah, um, another solid one because he is like a star in the making essentially. Yeah, my my only worry with um with picking them is just my worry with them not getting enough screen time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have has it been confirmed if they've been told to shut down again following the new lockdown? Because nothing's come out. I don't think. I have no idea, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because I was going to pick one, which I still might, but... Uh, Is it Walter? I'm, thinking, I'm saying nothing. It's Walter. <laughs> uh, shush. <laughs> shush. Shut up, you're ruining it. Uh, Garrett, go for your next one. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to say the Switchblade, Jay White. Ooh, even following... I think, I think that if he, this is if he's leaving, if he is leaving, Triple H is probably, like, throthing at the mouth to get this guy for the rumble or something. Yeah, true. I mean, do you you think he could, well, I mean, we've seen it before with AJ and Shinsuke, I mean, it could be possibly turns up, that'd be one hell of a surprise. I think... It would be good. I don't know if his Wait, do, character. Uh, given would... his short, given how you said he is hasn't wrestling for that long, do you think it would be a main roster straight away, or do you think it would be NXT? Um, well, he hasn't been wrestling for that long, but he wrestles better than, like you know, the majority of people. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's all how NXT. they see. It's all how they see star power. <laughs> it, he very well could go to NXT, but it depends on if they see a space, I suppose. Um, he, they might even put NXT. him on an NXT. Well, the, I don't know. Just just because he's, he's got enough. I don't think like, he has that mainstream appeal. Yeah. I think he has the potential for it though. Yes, the I potential don't know. for it. But he goes to NXT for maybe a year. The th- yeah, but they don't really. I worry that they don't him. really see NXT as a developmental anymore. You know, the thing they they've just opened up an NXT for NXT anyway, or well, they're about to. <laughs> NXT Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, it I'd, could be interesting I'd to see where that. it goes. Yeah, why not? Well, no, that's that's like, what I mean. Like I don't, I don't, I don't even think it's the ju- when they had the juniors. <laughs> they're they're basically opening up like a, a a developmental for developmental, I suppose. Fair. Well, uh, I mean, it should be an not that NXT is anymore. Yeah. Oh well, I, I mean, it could it could pay off in the long run, depending. It on won't. <laughs> Have faith, man. Um. I'm going to go with a New Japan pick next as well. I'm going to go with Shingo Takagi. Um, Good. Solid pick. Solid pick. I mean, again, because he's... Again, he's one of the sort of main big names that they've got at the moment. And after, you know, seeing his match with Jeff Cobb, and obviously this is probably twice now. He's the only superstar that's made our matches you need to see twice following this as well. Um, mm-hmm. Always does good stuff, and he's always one of those people that's kind of getting the wins racked up. So I'm very hopeful for him going forward this year. Yeah, I, I could even see him, like, finals of the G1. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I need to cross him off of my picks, then. <laughs> right, Jess, uh, number four. I am going to go with Keith Lee. 
oh, I have to cross him off as well. No, but again, good choice. I was I was a bit Great hesitant uh, because yeah, I was on the he, he is at the he is at the moment, but hopefully that will improve this year. But that match with it's... McIntyre. Yeah, I heard it was. Yeah. Was yeah. Really well, my good. my my worry is obviously the reports of them uh, sending him to to wrestling school, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I that, I just worry that he's gonna get bored of Keith Lee, which would be awful. I I also have to cross him off my list. Good one, Chase. Uh, number four, Garrett. Uh, my number. four is between pick for me should i pick a wwe or should i pick a new japan wwe why not i would like to have uh, uh matthew riddle please Ooh, good one Ooh, he good didn't shouts. quite make my list but um yeah I'm, it's it's another interesting one like keith lee where which it's kind of hard to say where he's going to go in the main roster but apparently vince is still very high on him even though he doesn't fully Understand <laughs> him. <laughs> I I I genuinely see him just continuing like his his you know his his comic character and everything, which is you know very him. Um, and I I feel like Vince is really gonna dig that. I bet he's even gonna give him like an even further stoner gimmick that's somehow <laughs> gonna get wins. He's gonna carry a bong to the ring. <laughs> yeah. You like, see, I mean, me you... with a shillelagh, just hit people with a bong. <laughs> you you say that, but and genuinely, I, could... I see it happening. But I think it'd be quite funny because if he's playing the stoner thing, he'll come down, hit them with the bong. Obviously, a bong isn't that hard; it just has no effect. I mean, just kind of like a break of a like... bong, you know? If it could work, it could be the new yeah. guitar for this generation. The bong, <laughs> the bong shot, man. Get get a guitar-sized bong, <laughs> like on Pineapple Express. Ah, oh, yes. See, see, this is this is this is great. We're making history, gents. Um, Bear hug club for creative. Woo. <laughs> uh, number four for me. I'm gonna go with Pete Dunn. Um, Bust. Uh, yeah. um, again. Because he, he was off a lot of last year. Now that he's back in the states, I think they're going to be. I don't necessarily see him putting a massive rocket to him, but he's already been racking up decent wins over people, especially when it was going into war games and the like. Um, I think and it's someone it they looks... are interested in, and as long as he's on NXT, I think he's going to do pretty well this year. I could see him in the North American title picture eventually, possibly eventually the main belt, but that's going to depend on Carrying Cross. Well, I think it looks like maybe. The next takeover is going to be Balor and Dunn. Could be because it's it's Balor and someone else. Um, it's Balor and O'Reilly on New Year's Evil, so maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? New Year's Evil being tonight. A... Oh yeah, it is tonight. Oh yeah, yeah shit. They had a they had a stare down. <laughs> Did old Pete and Finn, mm. which I think that'd be a hell of a match. Oh, absolutely! Like I'm pretty sure the the the. Like tussled it up on the independence before Finn properly came up with the WWE. So, and that was bef- that was when Pete was kind of working out the Bruiserweight character, and now he's got it to full capacity. That should be an absolutely mind blowing match. Garrett, uh, sorry, Jace, number five. I will go with AJ Styles. Decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on my both. list because yeah, it's not AJ on my Styles. Neighbor. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I I love it, but I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, there's reports he's looking to 
slow down and go part time, but I mean, I, it might not be the same. I think he's wanting to go part time, but, but the, the, them reports have been going for years. He wanted more of a a Randy Orton style deal where he does less house yeah. shows. So he just mainly does TV and pay per views and the like, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Well, I suppose this. I can't, year's... I can't see AJ Styles at this point going to like a Lesnar type contract. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think I think it was, what's helped is obviously this year they couldn't do house. Last year they couldn't do house shows, so it's essentially been yeah. what you wanted anyway, and that's going to probably continue for most of this year, maybe all of it. We don't know. So, yeah, I mean, again, solid choice. He's, he's going to be there prominently at least. Hmm, who to pick? I will go with my new Japan pick uh, that was going to be instead of Riddle. I will go with Sanada. A good one. I mean, like you were saying there, he's kind of been positioned for main event status now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, they've sort of done the sort of change of gear and hair and, and style change, which really always always signals um, a change in character. And after a win at Wrestle Kingdom, I think he's probably not even going to lose this year. <laughs> I, I, I see a G1 win um, going on to a Wrestle Kingdom win. Possibly, we'll see. We'll see. I, 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 if anyone right now were to lift the belt, or come Wrestle Kingdom next year, to me it looks like a Sonata. Okay, I mean that's. I mean, obviously you're the expert here, so I'll take your word on that. But I could just say anything. Uh, Toriyano, Toriyano <laughs> really looks like he's gonna lift the belt next year. How how are you spelling that name? I like Don. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just go into my number five. I'm going to go with Kyle O'Reilly. Um, nice. Uh, mainly because, obviously, there was reports that they are trying to position him to be more of a main event star, and they've obviously shown that. I mean, his match with Balor last year was easily one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. And he it, it, it did probably some of the best showing in the War Games match as well, so there's definitely more of a push in the fact he's having the rematch with Finn tonight, as we record. Um, I'm expecting to see... It's going to be interesting to see how they do that with him and Karrion Cross. but I reckon if they get them two in a ring, that'll be a solid match as well. So um, Maybe not always solid for wins in that regard, but I think between main event stuff, he will pick up quite a lot of the victories. Is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn, mate. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's my turn. Yay. I'm going to go with... I'll go Finn Balor. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Fair enough. Just, I think Finn Balor, NXT champion, I think he's definitely going to have it at least till WrestleMania weekend, maybe even further, if they don't quite want to put it on Cross yet. But I just think he's the he's the person who needs to have the belt right now in NXT. Yeah, I think I think he's obviously, obviously I think they had to sort of put it on him due to Karrion's injury, but... He's sort of proven his worth, but it's obviously been a bit of a double-edged sword because then he got injured and has not been able to wrestle for the last few months, but now it's, he's back in the fold. I think, like we said, I think he's going to have the belt till possibly Mania, and then that's when it's going to drop, but I think he'll still do some good stuff following that, hopefully. So I think I think it's a decent choice. And Bala is that kind of talent that could get the win mm-hmm. off over newer guys coming up but still make them look amazing doing it yeah absolutely he's, he's very good as an enhancement talent and 
I, um, I mean, you saw that with Timothy Thatcher this year. Uh, last year, that was one of my favourite matches from last year. And um, again, even though Thatcher didn't win, he was made to look like a million bucks by Finn. He's really good at putting over the new talent while kind of keeping his streaks and like wins going. So, yeah, again, just another solid choice there. Garage, number six. I please. will go with my riskiest pick yet. Um, not because he will lose, but because he rarely... His gimmick is to not wrestle very much. Uh, MJF. Okay, I mean... Well, there's him gone off my list. <laughs> I mean, he does... Did he? I mean, he, he does still fairly wrestle quite frequently. But he not, well, not, not really, I, I would say. I think it's more... Uh, like his like his whole thing with like his Moxley build up, right? He didn't yeah. wrestle every week. He 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 had like f- four or five weeks of just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, um, true, true. We'll see, but I do see him winning things. So yeah, I see I see the TNT title probably around his waist. No, Not allowed. I agree. It's on Brody for life. It's on Brody Jr. Uh, life, the actually. the next sorry the next <laughs> TNT title. Um, no, I mean decent choice. I mean, I, I think what what could be good for him as well is he's pretty good at winning the sort of big gimmicky matches. Like obviously he won the Dynamite Diamond Ring. He's won quite a few battle royals with them. So when we do multipliers for things like that, that could be where you could catch up on some points because he's mm-hmm. usually thrown at those things. So that's that's not that's a pretty decent pick. I, I see him as like my sleeper agent. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. right? You, you, someone's gonna like be like, nineteen train car whistle, and he's just gonna switch on and just win some titles. <laughs> I mean, as well, obviously, got to think going forward, soldier. the the big mm-hmm. thing going in is obviously the inner circle split will probably be happening this year, and that's probably where he will have a lot more matches potentially. Right, with each one. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, if they do do the faction idea, a lot of people have seen it going as, then again, that's still potentially what matches he's going to be a part of anyway. Yeah. Alright, well, if we're doing this, I'm going to pick him, even though he's not always one of my favourites, and I've kind of stated that before the podcast, but I will go with John Moxley. Mainly because, yeah, um, even though he dropped the belt to Omega, he was kind of one of the standouts of last year, and I think... He's gonna. They're obviously gonna want to keep him with his momentum by having him win more matches, and then obviously there's the new Japan angle as well. If they're building with the new strong for America, so that's potentially two promotions I can get some wins from. Um, the one thing I'm hesitant about is obviously Renee is pregnant, so who knows how long he might take off regarding that. But we'll have to see. But I think he's gonna. He's got a few good matches in him this year. Jay's trying to go through number seven. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan. Damn it! Because from what I've heard, Vince wants him to have one last reign with the big, the big belt before he retires. I think they're gonna pull that, pull that trigger pretty soon. Maybe after WrestleMania. Maybe at WrestleMania. Well, rumor is that this, if they can't get well, it doesn't look like they got the rock. But rumor is now it might be Bryan and Reigns at Mania. So yeah, so I like I might have happen. a I might have a shout for the Rumble there. Yeah, I think Possibly. that was that was one of the big names you know, <clears throat> that he's announced for it. So they, we might finally see him get that Rumble win and we might see him with the belt again. Because I think he's not necessarily looking to retire soon, but like AJ, he wants to go to part-time a contract. So yeah. this could be his last full year of doing a, more of a full schedule. Mm-hmm. I see none of my picks winning the Rumble. Yeah, Literally none either. of them. 
Unless um, Drew loses the belt soon and goes into the Rumble again, I've not really got a chance. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Drew's going to drop the belt before the Rumble. No, no. Unless he drops it at the Rumble and then he's the surprise thirty. Yeah, I mean that could happen. Reigns did it. Didn't win, but Reigns he did, did it. it. <laughs> and everyone hated him for it. Yeah. But we, won- <laughs> we watched that Rumble together. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> God, no, what a like, horrible time to spend together. Like, Three, two, <laughs> one. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm going to bed. <laughs> um, no, I, th- I think Brian's, Brian's a decent shout, especially for the start of this year, because he's got a lot of buzz around him. Uh, Garrett, what's your number seven, please? Oh. Um... Man, this is a difficult one. I'm going to go with a very out there one. I'm going to go with number 10, Preston Vance. Preston Vance of the Dark Order. Okay, I have no clue who that guy is. I'm a bad wrestling fan. (laughs) He's he's pretty good, right? He was... um, He's he's more of an Mm -hmm. up-and-comer. But he was... um, He's poised to uh, to be a big star. Okay. Solid. And I feel like I feel like a lot of AEW dark wins are gonna happen, if not on the main. No, fair enough. No, no. I mean, again, I'm drawing a blank on who. The, I'm gonna quickly Google. Him. Was it Preston? Preston Vance. He's just known as Ten. He was he was part of the. Um, oh, so he, is he number ten? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if you said ten, I'd I'd, I'd have got that. Um. Okay, you know, because I, mean... I did. I did. I said. I said ten. <laughs> I did. I said number ten. Oh, because I thought you meant 10 as if you were picking from your list, like, that was who you... Oh, no, 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 no. That makes more sense, that makes more... Okay. I should, I should have, I should have picked him as my 10th, (laughs) because no one else, no one else is going to pick him. You could have done the whole Ty Dillinger thing, man. (laughs) Yeah, coming out with the Rumble, coming out in the Rumble at number 10, three years in a row. (laughs) Like, it was so original. Yeah. I don't know, I think... Yeah, decent, decent pick. I mean, after the Brody Lee tribute, I reckon he's going to have bigger things going forward, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Jace, what's your number seven? It's your turn, babe. Oh, fuck it is. I'm, 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 I'm slow asleep. Nah, Jace, Jace just, just take another pick. Just take another pick. <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll have your pick, Greg. It's fine. No, I'm, I'm honestly slow, so sleep deprived. I'm on earlies at work, and it fucks my sleeping pattern up. I've not slept for like three days. So I'm if you're so tired, I'll make your pick for you. No, it's fine. Santino Morella. No, uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> He's do a comeback. No, um, my number seven is Darby Allen. Again, one of the sort of mid stars of AEW. Given he's 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 got the he's got Sting with him now as well. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. So I'm still hoping he's going to have obviously a decent ring because he's the TNT champion at the moment. Um, no, he's not. Okay, okay, so he's not. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, he's kind of one of their bigger names, so I think it's a fairly safe pick. I mean, he's not always big on racking up wins, but I think with Sting with him now and the whole coming off that Cody storyline and still with the Taz thing, I'm predicting some decent things out of him this year. Uh, Jess, number eight. I'm going to take another risky one, Ooh. and I'm going to go Walter. Oh, man. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Just be well. I say it's a risky one. It's because obviously we don't know what's going to happen with NXT UK. But it, it's risky in the sense we don't know if it's going to run. But if it is, chances are you're going to get quite a few wins out of it. Yeah, especially because yeah. I've got pro- probably the 
best two in NXT UK with Volta and Dragunov. Yeah, for sure. And for I can sure. and I can see that being the main title feud going forward in NXT UK, <laughs> especially for maybe until the summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, but again, it, it depends if they actually run shows. I mean, I reckon with this new lockdown, possibly not. But then what, this is due to hopefully come out at the middle of February. I think we'll we'll see shows this year, but it's going to be maybe very patchy, depending on what the country does to try and fix itself, which is clearly not a lot. But <laughs> see, we'll, I, we'll see. I think if I think if the careful, they follow guidelines and what have you. There's no reason they can't have shows, even if they have to be behind door, behind closed doors. Yeah. There's no reason they can't have shows, especially yeah. Yeah. like we know we all know like, how protected protective wrestlers are of each other. Like they're not going to intentionally go to a go to a taping if they have COVID. Yeah. Other TV has been allowed to carry on. Um... So hopefully, if they've already got things in place, they might just be allowed to continue. So yeah, it's, it's it'll be interesting to see how that pick goes out. But I think there will be NXT UK, and I think that's gonna get you some points there. Um, Garrett, number eight, please. Um, Jesus, uh, Trump supporters have just breached the Capitol building, and are rioting against police. Anyway, my pick is Mustafa <laughs> wait, Ali. Wait, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because they're they're swearing in or they're counting the votes today. The electoral votes. Anyway, uh, my pick is Mustafa Ali. I think it's finally going to happen. I think Retribution, um, uh, you know, I think it's going to happen. You, you, are you still banking it's going to take off soon? I really like Mustafa Ali, dude. <laughs> He's great. I, I like him too. I like him too. Mustafa Ali is fantastic. Yeah. But I think... No, 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 but I pick Mustafa Vince... Ali... Greg is your go. Vince just doesn't know nope. what he wants to <laughs> nope. do with retribution. No it's done. We're done. <laughs> We're done. He's, he's, he's going to win. Tune Some in stuff. next week. Anything. <laughs> Watch this space a year from now. <laughs> I can basically this, take Mustafa Ali. Now, right. Mustafa I, I'm going to take Mustafa Ali. As WWE and, and champion. I, I take Mustafa Ali and I have to count every single win that Retribution get because that will count as one wrestler. No, <laughs> no, but that's what that's what I'm saying. That's the only way it would be worth it. But I'm still going Mustafa Ali because it's in my heart. Okay, I'll, I'll, I, I will. If he wins the WWE Championship this year, I'll give you some mega bonus points. All right, I didn't agree to this. <laughs> Go on, Jason. It's a safe bet. <laughs> um, number eight for me. I'll go with the recently crowned. New Japan Junior Heavyweight Champion Hiromu Takahashi. Good shout. Um, yeah, um, I think that is only my second New Japan pick. But yeah, um, I'm. It was like you're saying, like I'm on board the hype train with him. I think he's tremendous, and yeah, I just I just like I like him, and I think he'll he'll especially when it comes to the Super Juniors. Um, has he ever been part of the G1 before? Uh, no, I don't think so. He'd be uh, part of the best of Super Junior stuff, I believe. So if he's in best of Super and the Juniors, Super Super Jacob. Yeah, so if he's like if he's part of them, then that means a good few wins, hopefully. So, yeah, that's that's essentially it for that one. Uh, Jason, number nine, please. I am going to go Okada. 
Ah, oh, fantastic. It's about time I went to Japan. Yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wonderful place. Wonderful place. Lots of wrestling. <laughs> Sumo and otherwise. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got to go to Akada. Like, it's Akada. Yeah. That's, that's my reasoning for a lot of these picks. <laughs> insert wrestling name here. It's just because insert wrestling name here. Yeah. It's Akada. Yeah, it's Akada. Like, mm-hmm. He's going to be in the G1. He's going to do well in the G1. There's points. Yeah. I mean, what And other reasons. Yeah. Fair, like, fair, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Garrett, number nine, please. My number nine is... Oh, no. He's also got a kid on the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, Biggie. Ooh, not bad, shout. not bad. Especially because he's been touted, well, winning the IC titles, obviously showing they're trying to push him more as a single star. And uh, I'm sure, isn't he Bucky's favourite to win the Rumble? He he was going to be my favourite, but then with the recent rumblings of Brian, I'm not so sure, but he's up there. He'd be in my top five picks for the Rumble this year, for sure. We all know who's going to win the Rumble, though. Uh, Mustafa Jinder Ali. Mahal. Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Nah, Jinder Mahal, like, if they open up the NXT India, then Jinder Mahal could be a good pick. Him and, him and the great Carly will basically head up that division. No, it's it's five yeah, but, matches on the I'll, card, and it's them each time. <laughs> if, if, if Jinder Mahal was actually Indian, well, from India, born in India, not born in Canada, I'd say, yeah, they'd probably, they'd probably just move him out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I wonder because like the 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 move to give him the WWE Championship was to sort of breach breach the Indian market, which um, I do, I wonder how well it worked, you know, like from what it probably I've heard, did it, it from what I've heard it didn't do as well. It, it probably did do mm. well, but not as as well as they expected it to. I think they were expecting it to be like, oh look, you've got an Indian guy as champion, and they were going to get millions of subscribers to the network, and I don't think it necessarily panned out. The way they fought. Well, because they, they did that mind, Indian, they did the India tour. Um, yeah, I think so in just mind, after it happened. Obviously, India is one of those like countries with like a massive number of people there. I think in their mind, they're not kind of taking into account people who probably don't actually watch wrestling in that number or have access to it. So I don't know. Maybe it's just like a tough market to crack in general. But it's interesting that they're so, actually yeah. doing NXT UK, uh, NXT India next. So who knows? Mm. See, I, I think it's because when they did put the belt on gender they were thinking oh Indian champion break into India but those people who could already watch Raw Smackdown and maybe the odd pay-per-view yeah didn't know who Jinder was true there's that there's that problem as well given that he was going from jobber and within a month was the champion they didn't really yeah didn't build. didn't he like he got he got rehired on the brand split and then, within like two months, he was WWE champion. Uh, something like that. Essentially, he was rehired and was strictly just back to being a jobber opening guy. And then within a month of that, from like I'm pretty sure it was like a month gap, or like a month before he won the belt, he was jobbing out. And then all of a sudden, oh shit, he's the champion, and it was a big shock, and it had a mixed reaction. But yeah, it was it was 
one of the more poorer choices I think they made. But yeah, uh, Big E, good choice, Garrett. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'll go for my number nine pick. I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. See, he was the one that I was like, he's about to be a dad. Oh, I've got two of them on my list now. Bollocks. Yeah, uh, you keep picking the dads. <laughs> to be fair, oh. I don't think Cody's going to take too much time off. Yeah, he's given, like, given he's one of the one big... of the faces of the company. Not only one of the big faces, but like the backstage role he has as well. Yeah. yeah. But Plus... saying that, Brandy's Brandy's got that role as well, hasn't she? Yeah, well, they but... both they both seem very workaholic. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if she she brings she brings her kid to work and is just working behind. The scenes, oh, yeah. you know. First, first day, you know, it's just in a little papoose, and she's just like doing her thing. So, I'd, I'm still, I'm gonna stick with it. I'll stick with Cody. I think if he is gonna, I mean, even if he takes time off, it's typically the crack. Obviously, the man doesn't take lots of time off. He'll be back at work sooner. So even if he does, it's not gonna be a long period. I hope. So I'll, I'll stick with that one. Um, JS, going for your number ten, please. I am going to go... I'm going to stay in Japan. Ooh. And I'm going to go with the new IWGP uh, heavyweight and intercontinental champion, Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. Nice. Solid. 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 Yeah, kind of weird that none of us picked Ibushi. I was toying with him because I've got... I'm struggling to pick my last one, so... Te- well, technically, uh... he's got two belts to lose, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, depending if he unifies them, then it's the one to lose that kind of helps the odds I guess true math I don't know <laughs> well if, if he unifies it technically he's lost two belts that's all, I'm, that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying he's made a new belt but he's lost two that's all I'm saying I'm just that's all I'm saying I'm only saying that that's what I'm saying I'm not saying anymore that's what I'm saying it's all that's been said don't make me come down there <laughs> that was no. a long train journey and I can't be asked. Hey, but Boris, Boris will fuck, he'll tier, tier 7 you. Yeah. What happens in tier 7? He puts a, he puts a, a bouncing Betty from Black Ops outside your door. What about the back door? Um, Nuketown. Nah, he's Boris, just doing, three, he's, he's doing, he's doing 360s with an intervention from Modern Warfare. Just, just like waiting. <laughs> no, I think Boris is too stupid to realise houses have back doors. Well, how does he? How does he sneak out to feed his seven kids? Servant, a servant. He has, a, he has a, He's rich. He has a man for that. Yeah, exactly. Right, it, what, the most interesting thing about Boris is if you Google how many kids does Boris have, Google simply says at least six. <laughs> Why do we keep going on these political tangents? Because we're doing wrestling and politics now. Because it's all people want to talk about, man. God, Why don't we talk about the politics don't. in wrestling? Good idea. Um, Garrett, number nine, Source. please. <laughs> number Shawn 10. Michaels, he used to be a dick, right? <laughs> oh, is it my tenth already? It's number ten, mate, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um... <sighs> Jeff yeah. Cobb. Yeah. I mean, following... I'll go Jeff Cobb, yeah. Following, following, following my Osprey. Yeah. I suppose, I suppose with that, you're just kind of banking on the stable finally getting that momentum, which probably makes sense following Wrestle Kingdom after they had, like, a complete losing, like, across the board, so... Yeah. Yeah, you can see that. I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be really fun when when hopefully him and Shingo step in the ring, because what I like about this is it's 
it's a lot more interesting than predictions because we've got more of a stake in the matches if it's going to be people like especially our people fighting one another if that makes sense yeah yeah it's just going to make uh, when we like get the pay reviews and shows a lot more interesting oh, def- definitely somewhere down the line we're going to have to do some kind of draft as well some kind of trades going on things like yeah, that yeah yeah oh shit that. I've just realised a big mistake I've made with my picks what have you done Jess <laughs> so with me having Dragonov and Walter uh-huh. if Dragonov wins the belt from Walter I'm going to get a bonus because he wins the belt, but I'm going to lose that bonus because Volta's lost the belt. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't Bro. think of that. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> well, and, and Ibushi will lose two belts, but that's all I'm going to say. That's what I'm saying. That's, what I was, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure that kind of shit out when it comes to it, but you never know. Um, I, I'm honestly struggling for my 10th pick, but I think... Santino I... Morello. <laughs> Fuck off with your Santino Morella. <laughs> I'm going to go with an NXT UK guy as well, just in case, just to see where that might go. I might go with Tyler Bate for my last pick. Um, I, would, I'd, I'd, I can see the argument he's not done... Obviously, he couldn't do much last year, but generally he's one of those names that constantly has got the buzz of being the future of the business. I'd say if Elia isn't the one within a shot of winning the belt, Tyler would probably be second, given the past matches that they've had. Um, and plus, the thing with the UK as well, they're obviously going to be looking to sort of shake up the order of things, given a lot of superstars had to leave following, you know, the speaking out movement. So, um, but Tyler's still one of those main event names they've got. So I think I'll go, I'll go with Tyler. Right then, going into female picks. So what we're going to do, just to make it fair, um, we're going to sort of reverse order a bit. So Garrett's going to pick first on the females, then I'm going to go second, then Jace is going to go last, and we'll do the same for tags where I'll go first, then it'll be Jace, then it'll be Garrett. So Garrett, do you want to take us through your first pick for the females? I do. I already said it foolishly. I will be uh, picking Sasha Banks, please. Well, there's my first pick gone. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, given the year she had last year, it looks like that's again. It's a similar crack to Drew. Like, I think she was kind of one of the biggest stars of the women's division last year, and I think that momentum's going to continue on into this year. Would you agree? I do. I do very much agree. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I just don't see her losing very much. Yeah, I can't see anyone who's currently on SmackDown taking the belt off her. Yeah. I think it's going to be when there's quote-unquote call-ups from NXT that she's going to drop the belt. Possibly. Um, I think... I think. Or she's... unless... Or unless someone like a Ronda Rousey or a Becky Lynch comes back. Yeah, Becky would be a good shout. I definitely think if she came back, but I mean, I reckon it's going to be... I don't think she's going to come back till... If she... End of the if, year, if she comes possibly. back this year, it's going to be late mm. into the year. Yeah, I that's agree. why I, I have not got Becky on my on my list. Yeah, me too. I've left Becky and Ronda out because Ronda, it's still a big question mark if she'll come back. Becky, I'm, I'm assuming she will, but I think it's going to be a long time still before we see her back in the show. I think it's going to be at least October. Yeah, September, I mean, October. Even then, I, I'm I'm more inclined to think maybe next year, maybe possibly as like a surprise rumble for 2022. But um, yeah, again with with Becky as well, it's even harder for her. Because you've got people like uh, Mickey James, who does have kids, and even though her husband is a wrestler, I don't think his touring schedule 
is as grueling. Like I know Mickey isn't there all the time now, but when she was, she still had her husband who could look after the kids while she was on the road. Uh-huh. But obviously Becky, high profile, going to be on the road a lot. Seth, high profile, going to be on the road yeah. a lot. I mean, this well, not to go into too much, but apparently there's room, there was something reported there, apparently Mickey might have actually quietly left the company. I think she might have been removed from the roster page, but anyway. She was on uh, Raw. Was she? Oh, okay. I don't know what the hell I was reading then. <laughs> I saw some report, apparently, that she'd been slightly removed from this stuff, but I must have been... It must have been someone making shit up. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with my number one pick as Asuka. Um, there's, my, there's my next pick gone. <laughs> um... Again, I mean, she was going in one of the other standouts from last year. I feel like last year was when she finally hit the main event status she should have on the main roster, like what she had a bit had like a bit like what she had in NXT. Um, yeah. It felt like it was a bit of a long transition from being an absolute dominating force in NXT when she got the main roster. It was very up and down, whereas last year was kind of a banner year for her. Um, so I think now she's at that stage, it's going to maintain. I, I don't see her constantly having the belt throughout the year. I think she will drop it, probably to Charlotte eventually. But I could still see her racking up some decent wins. So um, And plus, she's my favourite female wrestler. So I'd be stupid not to pick her. Chase. Well, Greg, you've just mentioned my first pick. I'm going to go Charlotte Flair. It's fair. Get, getting the kind of big ones out the way first I suppose but uh, yeah yeah yeah. to be fair I think with our first our first picks there we're all racking up hella points yeah I think mm-hmm. we've got some safe choices on them ones I think that's going to be some decent points for us across the board they're like kind of the bankable names if you like yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely uh, the Sasha bankable names wait <laughs> uh Garrett. Puns. Come I on, am puns. going to pick someone uh, who is probably going to pick up the belt very shortly. I'm going to pick Abaddon in oh, AEW. Bastard, yeah. I had, I had her as well. I feel like she's going to pick up the belt and she's going to hold it for a long while. Yeah, it seems like... Because I like, I like who's got at the moment Hikaru Shida, but it doesn't seem like she's took off as well as they may have hoped. Um, whereas Abaddon, because of the, the coolness and the creepiness of the gimmick that might get some much needed attention on the division. So a bit like, a bit like they're equivalent to the fiend, I suppose, you know, they could do some really interesting stuff with it, but um, yeah, that's definitely a solid choice for their division. Um, I'll go with AW as well. And I'm going for my number two with Britt Baker simply because she's kind of been the main big star of their division. So, she was out a lot of last year because of an injury, um, so I think this year she's going to kind of make up a lot of that ground, and she's still going to be like a big focus for their division because she's one of the main reasons why you'd want to tune in to see it. So I think I could see it maybe Abaddon having the belt for most of the year, then possibly Britt might get it later on. But I think before in between all that, she's going to hopefully rack up some wins while other things are happening. So yeah, Britt Baker. Well, I'm not going to AEW. <laughs> I'm going to NXT. And I've got a choice of three that I want to go for. I just don't know which one. I'm going to go... I'll go with the champion. I'll go with Io Shirai. Yeah, safe choice. Do you see her still having quite a long reign with the belt at the moment? See, at the minute, I think... 
from what I've seen, the championship sort of been put on the back burner a little bit mm-hmm. for other stories involving the women, particularly stuff with Candice LeRae, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, Dakota Kai. I'm just listing the roster. <laughs> Uh, but mainly the thing with uh, Ripley and Dakota Kai seems to be the focus at the minute. Yeah. So yeah. I think EO might keep it till... I think she'll keep it till at least WrestleMania. Yeah. And I think even then, uh, if she stays on XT, she'll still be a prominent feature. Um, and if she gets to the main roster, hopefully she'll do well. It's, it's The women, especially when they get called up, it's like, I'd say more than men, it can be very hit and miss. Like some of them do really well, then a lot of them eventually just kind of leave the company. So, um, but I, th- I think it should be an interesting one regardless. Um, I'll go. Oh, it's Garrett next. Uh, yep, Garrett, what was your number three? My number three is Sonya Deville. Oh, good one. I actually did not think of her. I, I mainly because I for, I'd completely forgot she was on the roster because um, she had to leave obviously because of the whole uh, well because of the story. But then she, was she the one who nearly got um, got a house broken into by that weird stalker? He yes. did break in. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, she came back on Friday, I believe, last SmackDown. Yeah. Um, very I little... see. It was very weird how they did it. It wasn't like a surprise. They just had a kind of rock up. Backstage. They had a walk. They had a, a yeah. rock in on the backstage, and to me, that that is like that is something. You know that that feels like they're gonna have her positioned somewhere up the card eventually. Uh, maybe this is a sleeper agent. You know, coming in, coming in clutch. I'm just trying to get out uh, picks that I think might get there eventually. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think that's an interesting one to go with. I think, like I say, there it could be a sleeper here. I think, I think they're definitely. I mean, she was in one of the biggest storylines last year with Otis and stuff as well, so she has been prominently featured. So I think it's a decent pick either way. Um, I'll go for my number three. Uh, I'm struggling between two at the moment. I think I'll go with Shotzi Blackheart for my third pick. Um, she's kind of been on the rise, and I'd say she's. Fairly decent money to have the NXT Women's Title next, but even then, if she doesn't, she's still going to have a pretty solid featuring on the card. So, I think she's like a safe pick to go with. Yeah, I'll go with the person I think is going to be the next NXT Women's Champion, Tony Storm. Yeah, good choice. Um, I was I've got Tony on my list, but she's quite low down simply for the fact. She came into the into the thing with quite a lot of buzz, but it feels like a lot of that somewhat faded slightly. You know what I mean? Like she did pretty well in NXT UK, but I don't know the last year or two. It's not like she's been too heavily focused on, if that makes sense. Compared to like cause mm. people like Meltzer would build, build like have been big enough saying, "Oh, she's going to be the future of the division," which she clearly should be, but. It feels like in main brand NXT, she's not done a lot. If that makes sense, she hasn't had that. I think that's because she came feature. in in she came in in the run up to War Games, so she hasn't really had chance to like have that big singles mm-hmm. run in, yeah. on the on main I think, main show NXT. I, th- I think the problem is is booking her as a heel. Um, you 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 had someone who came in as this kick-ass, like, baby-face rock 
chick, right? Yeah. Like, that's that's how people viewed her. That's, like, the, the look she had, the way she... Like, she was cool as fuck. She is cool as fuck. Um, and I don't know why they didn't just capitalize on that. There was a point where, like, she, she won the, the, uh, Mae Young Classic, right? Yeah, she did, yeah. The Yep. Right? She won, she, she won that. She went on to, to do decent things, and then they just didn't really capitalize. It was, that was weird to me. Um, like, she had a cracking match at, uh, was the, basically the best match at Evolution. Um, from from what I remember, she was at Evolution, right? She faced was yeah, it Shirai Eo again. Shirai in the fi- in the finals of the Mae Young Classic. That was the finals, yeah. right? That was the finals. What am I yeah. saying? Um, it's just I don't know. I I worry that she's like you say, just just being underutilized. I hope she's the next NXT champion. See, I'm hoping because Triple H is big on her. Yeah. Now that she, now that. Like I say, now that War Games is over, she's gonna, he's gonna capitalize on her in. On main show NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I could, I could definitely see that. Um, no, I think, I think it'll be interesting to see. I think this will be the year where it could be make or break. So we will, we'll either see her do really well, or it, she'll just kind of stay where she is. I think, hopefully, I mean, I, I hope we see like good things out of her coming this year. Um, I'll go for my number four pick then. I'm going to go for Rhea Ripley. Um, I, I, I thought she was going to get snapped up quite early by you two. Um, cause she was next. She was going to be my next pick. I thought so. Um, essentially, I mean, obviously, at this, if, if we if we go back a year ago, she was the she was basically the high point of the women's division, and then following WrestleMania, it was obviously a bit of a down point because. It, it was she, uh, looking back now. She really should never have lost to Charlotte because that really did no. kind of derail the momentum quite a bit. But following War Games and the last couple of weeks, she's really started to build that back up again. I don't necessarily see her winning the title back soon, um, but I could honestly see her still having a good tear in NXT before maybe getting that call up and then possibly going back into the feud with Charlotte and hopefully getting that win back. Maybe, but um, I think she's definitely starting to rebuild that momentum that she lost last year yeah but like Ripley she's one of them she's like Tony Storm she's she's the future of women's wrestling she's yeah. only she, she's what 24 yeah super young super young yeah so still got a huge career ahead of her like I, I, I say Rhea Ripley headlining a Wrestlemania yeah absolutely I mean there was a lot of buzz with her match with Charlotte, so she, it already seemed like she was like a made star, and that was probably one of the that was probably one of the best matches from last from last year's Mania for me. It was definitely one of the more yeah. standout on quite a long card, but yeah, I think I think there's going to be good stuff coming from her. Um, and Jace. again, you look you, you look at Rita Ripley again. She has she's had amazing match amazing match with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. She has had amazing matches with Tony Storm. Yeah. In NXT UK, like it seems like whoever she, she's whoever she steps in the ring with, it's a good match. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's your number four, pal? And I, th- I, th- I think she. Uh, sorry, keep interrupting, but no, that's I th- fine. <laughs> uh, I think I think Vince would like her as well because she's big, she's strong. Yeah, he might I think... try and he might try and book her as like a a China type figure. 
Yeah, she's definitely got the unstoppable force behind her. So yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Garrett. Yes. It is Garrett. No, it's your, your yeah, turn. It is Garrett next. <laughs> is it me? Yes, because it's me. Did Jace pick his? No. Oh no! It, oh no! It's... It is you. No, it is no. you, Jace. Come on. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go with. Liv Morgan. Yeah, not not a bad shout. Um, apparently, she's... I think she's she's Sorry, she's doing doing some good stuff with Ruby Riot, and I think she just needs that little one little kick to get her over the fence and into that title picture. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be coming soon. I can I can see the I can see the Riot Squad taking the titles from Asuka and Charlotte. I think because they're the only legit tag team, women's tag team, now. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I've heard recently as well they are very high on Liv backstage. If I'm correct, like they're quite. That um, apparently she's got like such a good attitude backstage that a lot of them are seeing big things for her in the future just because of her attitude. So. It could be that this is like a breakout year for her, so I think it's definitely a smart pick to go with. Um, Garrod, what is your number five? My number five is... Um, I guess I'm pretty safe on Bailey. Yeah. So again, yeah. that's sort of one of the, I guess, the big four kind of ticked off from the main roster. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not really too much to think there. I've got a... Couple others I was thinking about ahead of them. Sonny Deville was one of was a risky one. I say not really risky, but more of a more of a chance ahead of Bailey. And I've got a few others, but I thought I'd go with a bit of a safe one. One that I know will get a few wins, you know, possibly even win a championship or two. Yeah, I, I, she's one of those names. I think you can almost guarantee she'll at least be in the main event picture still, and potentially, especially because the last run was really good. Potentially, maybe later down the line, she does get the belt back eventually. So, I think it's a good one to go with. Um, number five. I think for my number five, I'm going to go with Dakota Kai. Um, another one who's quite prominently featured on NXT at the moment. Um, again, was did really well in the War Games match. And I think she's a really good talent as well. So, I think... I think I could see if she got called up, I could see her getting lost in the shuffle that way. So I'm hoping she stays in NXT because that's where she's doing quite a lot of stuff and's featured quite prominently. So, um, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd I'd say if she stays there, I could get a few decent wins out of that one. Yeah. So my my last one. Uh, yeah. Well, it's number oh, five. Oh no, we're going eight. Number we're going eight, aren't we? Yeah. We're going eight. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to go. Candice LeRae. Yeah, decent one. Um, especially, again, she's quite featured heavily as well. Featured heavily, she's now officially, like, well, not, but, like, now super aligned with Johnny Gargano. Like, I know they married, but, like, they were never really as together on TV as they are right now. Yeah. And with him just winning the... Uh, North American title, I think. I think she's a good shout. Bit of a, uh, I might be a bit of a slow start given she's got an injured arm, but hopefully that'll mean she's back 
fairly soon. So, yeah, again, still not a bad choice. Uh, yeah, Garrett, uh, what's your number six? Carmella. Solid show. I mean, she's kind of doing big things at the moment. Do you kind of she see just her... had like a little reinvention? Um, maybe that will just get pushed to the wayside. But I think think people are fairly high on her. I know that Paul Heyman talked about her pretty highly. Um, so we'll see. I think I think there's bigger things coming. I mean, she's always had prominent spots, even when you look I... back at the bad mm. stuff like with James Ellsworth, for example. But at least I, that was I still think a I think. She... She might even be a rumble winner. Not bad, not a bad show. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll for my number six. I'll go with. I'm gonna go with Ember Moon. Um, Busted. I know. I'm a, a bit, a bit of an NXT theme, but I think for me, NXT is probably where the women's division sort of strongest at the moment. And now that she's back there, she's already been kind of proving her worth again back in NXT like she was like amazing in war games um, don't necessarily see her becoming the champion but I can still see her getting up a few decent wins kind of proving why she deserved more of a chance in the main roster so I think she's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what she does uh, this coming year yeah uh, I'm going to go with Peyton Royce I think it's only a matter of time before she turns on Lacey, Lacey turns on her, because she said she's not going to be in a team with anyone except Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that they've just had a big win over Charlotte and Asuka on Raw, I think WWE might finally pull the trigger on Peyton as well. I think that's. I think this year is going to be a good year for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. That was um, one of my picks. Yeah, because I mean, Peyton's the one that they've seen star potential in, and Billy Kay was kind of like, has Billy Kay actually been on TV since this? Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, trying to get she's actually with doing. Team. She's doing a fair amount. She's doing this whole thing like, here's my headshot, and my resume, oh, um, okay. sort of gimmick, which has been done a fair few times before. I I feel like they're still letting her do it. So I, I hope it leads to something. The fact that they... I mean, I could go on for hours about how they fu- like completely fucked up with them um, having actual women's tag teams and just not bothering. Like, the Iconics were a tag team, and they were great and entertaining and everything, and they just decided to break them up for no reason. Yeah, yeah. No, um... Yeah, that was like one of the more stupid choices, but um, I think Peyton Royce for sure is definitely going to hopefully have a pretty decent year. Uh, Garrett, what is your number seven? Jesus, my number seven is... Shayna Baszler. Um... So she she's in my reserves, but I was a bit hesitant to put her on my list because she's not done amazingly well this past year other than the tag run with Naira, I'd say, and the start of the Earth, the Elimination Chamber. Do you think she might get more of a chance this year? I hope so. I mean, she's absolutely fucking tremendous. Um, I just don't know if it's... 
I mean, she, she, when she first came up, she was booked very weirdly. They decided to have her bite uh, Becky Lynch for some reason. Um, I think that that's calmed down a bit, and they can just kind of let her be, you know, what she actually is, and that's an MMA fighter with a fairly decent record, from what I remember, who is just amazing at submissions. Can you just let her do that, and, and you know, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I mean, I'd love to see her do better things, because like I say, it, her, she's one of the prime examples of someone smashing it in NXT, and then got the main roster, and it's kind of been like, we don't know what we're doing with her. So hopefully it, this year gives her more of a breakout. Um, my number seven, I'm going to go with Hikaru Shida. So obviously the current AEW Women's Champion. I might obviously take a bit of a hit, because I think they are gearing up for her to finally drop the bell, because she's held it pretty much for most of the last year. But this, she's still one of, she's one of the few sort of Japanese women wrestlers that have got available on the roster. And obviously they were quite big on a lot of those talents. So I think even when she drops it, she's still going to have a lot to do following it, hopefully. Um, so I think even though I'll, I might take a bit of a hit at the start, I think it might eventually sort of redeem itself later on in the year. When is their match? Isn't it tonight? Is it is it going to be is it New Year's? It's, if it's New Year's Smash, it's either going to be this one or the next week's because it's a two night deal. So I mean, could be tonight. Could, could lose. Nah, it's tonight. Yeah, I think she's <laughs> going to lose tonight. Ah, oh, well, that's going to be fun for us to check out, given that you've got a bad end. So yeah. Well, tonight, yeah, like... tonight is time of recording. Time of recording, exactly. So we'll we'll see there. We'll see. Uh, yeah, Jess, what was your number seven? I'm gonna go. With someone who I think WWE have been another one WWE have been trying to pull the trigger with for a while, they just haven't found the way to do it, and that's Lacey Evans. Yeah, I think I think she needs to have a gimmick change. I mean, she was a, a legit marine. She could kill someone with the bare ha- with her bare hands, and yet <laughs> they portray they portray her as this southern housewife mm. type thing, and I think they just need to let her have more of that military-style gimmick, because it'll get her over with the fans. And she, she's good in the ring. She was She's great on the mic. I think they just need to find that way to pull the trigger with her. Yeah, she's definitely one of those ones that have, that's come on leap and, leaps and bounds, because from NXT up until probably this past year, she was still very green, but she's definitely gotten better. So, again, it could be another one that's a bit of a star making yeah if you like so yeah i could, I could see that uh garrett take us through your last pick for the women this is my last pick how many have we picked so far so that should have been that last one should have been seven so we're on eight now who who have i missed of mine abaddon uh sonny deville shana carmella bailey sasha who was my other that not seven one two three four five six I think I've only got six. I've got seven. Yeah, I've got seven as well, mate. Um, I'll have to just go through on the recording and hope that there's something. Yeah, I probably, <laughs> I probably have them. Um, you know what? Fuck it. My number eight is Lana. I know she's injured. And I know <sighs> she doesn't win. But I feel it. I, I had Lana. Oh wait, you had Lana. I had. No, I, I haven't picked. I haven't picked Lana, but she Lana. was going to be one of my picks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's probably not a smart pick. But I just I feel like I there's a money in the bank. Soul Survivor in the Soul Survivor in the uh, Women's Survivor Series match. 
Yeah, I but mean, that was a bit of a joke. That was the kind of thing with it. But I, I think they're going to pull the trigger on Lana. It's it's going it's going to go one way or the other. I think there's no middle ground here. Lana is obviously she's not the greatest in the ring, but she is getting better. Yep, I agree. She's getting better. A bit like Lacey Evans, she went from being pretty not fantastic, but she is improving. Like she was really good when she did get a fight in the Survivor Series match. So I think I think it could be a bit of a sleeper. Um. Number eight for me. This is probably my riskiest one, but given I'm quite happy with all my other choices, I'm willing to try and take the risk. So it's my only NXT UK pick, and I'm going with Miko Satamora. So Decent. yeah, because uh, uh, she's not wrestled for them yet, but she is signed with them. She, I think, she is more in the coach capacity. But from what I read online, she is officially a talent because she's on the roster pages, and because the thing is, like she, she like the last year she's been doing lots of stuff in the independence like she was the progress champion and obviously jim smallman's one of the main forces behind nxt uk i think eventually maybe she could have a little bit of a run with their title like because of like her legend status and all that so if she is going to compete i reckon they'll give her at least a decent little run with it before she kind of enhances a newer talent so it's a risky one whether she's going to wrestle a lot but because i am a big fan of her i'm willing to kind of take that little bit of a hit just to see what could happen with her Uh, yeah, I'm going to also go for a NXT UK pick. And I'm going to go Piper Niven. That's a solid Decent. one. Yeah, solid. I think once they get back, because I'm, I'm sure she was in a feud with a... Yeah, she, I'm sure she was in a feud with Kaylee Ray before everything got shut down. So I think continue that and I think she'll end up coming out on top of that because Kaylee Ray's had that title for a long time now oh for sure I think that's the one thing with NXT UK not going forward like Walt is on his way to smashing Pete's record has he, has he surpassed yeah. it nearly he's close uh, I'll just have a look I think he's close and it's the same with Kaylee Ray she's kind of because of the fact she's not able to defend it she's had a record reign yeah <laughs> uh, no, Pete Dunn's still got the longest reign. Well, it can't be far behind, though, surely. It's getting uh, there, I think. He has 43 days. Yeah, I to, think, to, I to think he's 40, going to beat it. 44 days yeah. to break it. I think he probably will break it, to be fair. Um, yeah, I mean, so all, all solid picks there, gents. I think that's pretty pretty good. Uh, so we'll just run through our tag team picks. So obviously I'll take the lead on this one. My first pick is FTR. Um, mm-hmm. Again, <laughs> I think I think there's going to be a bit of a scramble over some teams at the start here. But FTR was definitely one of the standards out last year. I mean, they left WWE doing next to nothing, immediately went AEW, and have become like proven their status as like arguably the best tag team at the moment. Obviously, they were they quickly won the belts. They had a decent program with that. They've only really suffered one or two losses so far since going there, and obviously going into what I'm sure is going to be one of the next picks, their feud's going to hopefully continue over into the next year. So I, I, I can see them winning the tag belts back again this year. I think there's going to be a bit of back and forth there. So, yeah, FTR. 
Well, um, I'll take the other half of that feud. I thought you would. And I'll take the young bucks. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Okay, I think both of those were all of our top two. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I think they were. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <sighs> I mean, basically kind of the same reasons, right, Jace? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And to go for my usual answer, it's the young bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if, if you're going to talk about the best tag teams right now, it's either... A toss. It's like a coin toss between these two teams. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Garage, go on then. What's your first? Fine. One? There, there ain't nobody realer than Gorillas. Uh, God, Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah. Tama Tonga, Tangaloa. Um, that's my that's my third pick because you guys took Bucks and FTR. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've spoiler. I've got no New Japan teams because I don't know their tag team league that well. But would you say that's like the best team for like New Japan? Yeah, I, uh, pff, without a doubt. Solid, solid. Um, right. Well, my number two. Um, I'm gonna go with Grizzled Young Veterans. Nice. Because obviously they did amazing stuff in NXT UK and. They've obviously been absent because they were they were just about to make that transition to the main brand NXT when obviously the pandemic hit, so they basically had most of last year off. What I also think the issue at the moment, NXT is usually great for tag team, but I'll be the first to say right now their tag division is massively lacking. And they're sort of the one standout team you can point towards of kind of helping revitalize that division a bit. So I could easily see them becoming the champions next and having a decent reign with it as well. So yeah, grizzled young veterans. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask this at the before we started recording. Yep. With these tag teams, are we going just tag teams or are we going factions as well? I I think it should be kind of. For example, if the New Day were still together, I would say that it would count as all three. If they wrestle as the tag name, so for example, if SCU wrestles as SCU, that would count. Yeah. Right. So if, if the New Day wrestles as New Day, it counts. But if they, for some reason, wrestle as Kofi and Big E, it doesn't count. So if right. if if the Death Triangle wrestle as the Death Triangle, so if they wrestle as Neville and Ray Phoenix, I think that counts. Yeah, that, I think that's fine. I think if it's, like say, like a, maybe a three-person faction, that's a bit fair. But if it was something like Imperium, I'd be more inclined to say it has to be Bartel and... Mm-hmm. what's his face because they're more of the tag team same with kind of if you went undisputed era it's a bit harder now because it looks like they've kind of stopped it's more fish and strong but again you could have made the argument but yeah let's let's yeah. let's say let's say trios then yeah um have trios no right are we gonna also have it as so obviously if for whatever reason one member has a singles match do we count points from that as well i think we should just do tag matches just do tag matches. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay. Because that, no that way, like... Because, like, let's say we were allowing, like, four-man teams. You already chose Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. So, oh, of course. Obviously, yeah, we know Ky- yeah. Kyle O'Reilly's going to go on and do a lot more singles matches. Right. So, if someone okay, did so, choose the Undisputed so... Era... So, just, just tag matches or, or six-man tags or some form of tag match. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But then also... On the flip side, if your singles guy wins a tag match, that does count. Yeah, yeah, because they're usually win. single, yeah. but uh, we'll work out the kinks as we go through this, I think. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. 
it, it's a it's a learning process then if we do it again next year we'll at least have it all figured out so yeah we'll yeah. just keep going with it um so yeah it's jace next right so yes my second yes. choice yeah. i'm going to go with the usos good pick i did not put them on my list but definitely one of the more solid wwe tag teams you can go with yeah i, I went for the usos because i think this story with roman it's going to elevate the usos as well and i think naomi when she comes back because she's i think she's going to end up being part of that because she's part of the, the table yeah is there a worry though because jay has been somewhat elevated now as a single star are you a bit worried that they might not have much tag team action this year no i think i think they'll go back to being a tag team i think they're going to try and they might try and do like a an all the belts situation yeah have the usos get the tag belts have naomi get the women's title and then yeah, yeah. be like the dominant family yeah no i can see that no fair enough uh, Garrett, what's your second choice? My second choice is Only Lorcan and Danny Birch. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't, they don't really have a stable name yet, so Only Lorcan and Danny Birch. Yeah, fair enough. Um, again, it, it's sort of one of those things where they're one of the more prominent, obviously, they're one of the tag champs at the moment, so they're one of the prominent teams on the roster at the moment for NXT, so I think that's a pretty decent pick to go with. Um, for my number three, I'll go with my only WWE team, and I'll take the New Day. Because, um, I mean, realistically, the tag division's been kind of built around the New Day and the Usos, so if you're going to pick any of the two te- any teams from the main roster of WWE, they're probably the two to go with, so, yeah, New Day. Yeah, good shout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a bit out, bit out of left field, but I'm going to go with Killian Dane and Drake, Mav- Drake Maverick. Do you know what? Solid shout. Yeah, not a bad pick. Yeah. Have they been doing a lot recently on TV? Because I've, 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 I've tried to do as much as I can, but I've not seen they, a lot of them since they he had the car door kicked in his head. <laughs> yeah, they challenged for the tag titles. Okay. Fair enough. Fair so enough. That's, that's why I think if they're going to ch- challenge for the tag titles and have a pretty good shorten. Yeah. Then they might again. They might be one of them teams that, even though they've just been chucked together, might do well. I no, I agree. No, that's that's fair. No, I, I didn't really think of them, but yeah, that could be a decent shout. I think they they could possibly be next in line for the tag belts. I think maybe with that now, it's probably either them or GYV. So yeah, solid shout. Uh, yeah, Garrett, what's your number three? Uh, I will go with SCU. Nice. I will go with SCU. Aren't they having a match tonight though? Where if they lose the splitting up or something, is that not a thing? Uh, I don't think it is. Uh, might be a, There's something might be about very a split dumb up. if that's. <laughs> No take backs. Uh, no, no, take no backs. take backs. I'll take it. It's fine. Um, I will, hang on. I, I need to check this. Hang on. I'm sure that's a thing, mate. And if it is, I'll let you do a I don't retrigger. Think I'm sure it is. 
It's them, it's them and the Young Bucks against the acclaimed in TH2, isn't it? Yeah, I could have sworn there was something about if they lose their next match, they're splitting up, and maybe I'm completely making shit up again. I can't find anything, but um, if, if it's a situation where by next way it does happen, I'll let you do a do-over on that one. Nah, nah, I've started, so I'll finish. You'll, you'll just take, fair enough, fair enough, you'll take the hit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my number four, I'm going to go with Proud and Powerful, so Santana and Ortiz. Um, one of the sort of best tag again, one of the best tag teams going. I don't think they've I've, they've done amazing stuff in the inner circle, but when it comes to the tag team work, they've not hit completely their full potential. Um, I'd say that like, obviously they were in one of the standout matches last year with that uh, street fight parking lot brawl with the best friends, but I think with the inner circle eventually coming to an end, we'll hopefully see them do more in the tag scene. So I think they could be one for later on in the year, getting more of a chance towards the titles, and so. Yeah, I think that's going to be kind of a sleeper one. Yep, for my number four, I am going to go with... I think I'm going to go with the Lucha Brothers. Ah, that was my last pick. No, fair. Fair shout. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say let him have Death Triangle there in case um, uh, Geordie Pack uh, tags <laughs> with one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'll, uh, yeah, so you can have Death Triangle if you want for that one, man. Death Triangle. Yeah. Yeah, so it can't, it, I, I would say it counts so, yeah. if it's Lucha Brothers, it counts if it's Death Triangle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so well, I'll go to Death Triangle, then if it's Lucha Brothers, it's... Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that solid shout, solid shout. Gareth, uh, what's your number four? I will go with... Fuck, um... Oh man, I'm really running out here. Yeah, this this one was quite tricky. I'll go with. I I don't even think this is a smart thing to do because I think both of these people are gonna go singles again. But I will go with Dangerous Techers. So the okay. the team of uh, Zack Saber Jr. and uh, Tai Chi. How long have they been a team? Is this like still fairly new, or is it? Been they've they've been bit? they've been tagging for a fair while. Sometimes they wrestle singles. Uh, I think Taichi had the never open weight fairly recently, mm -hmm. um, and before that they tagged and they went back to a tag. the The way that the the stables work over there is they're very fluid in that they can kind of do anything. Okay, well, fair enough. No, that's solid. I am really stuck for my last pick. Uh. I think I'm torn between two. I'm prob I think I'm gonna go with Jurassic Express for my last one. I they're not really a team I'd see being in the title picture, but they're always they're always featured prominently on AEW, and they've not they've always done quite well picking up wins as well. So I think there'll at least be a couple of decent points tucked in there throughout the year. So yeah, I'll go with Jurassic Express for my last one. Uh, for my last one, I'll head back to WWE and I'll go for the Street Profits probably just because the third main roster team that's going to be yeah I can't yeah. see any other team but maybe maybe the Usos if my uh, booking for Roman comes out if it does I'm suing WWE for copyright infringement uh. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, they're the only other team I could think of to like that's going to pick up wins on the regular. Probably be featured on uh, pay per views quite regular. Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, right, Garrett, take us home with your last pick. My final pick is LAX, PNP, Santana and Ortiz. I've already picked that, mate. Then, then it's not them. <laughs> um, I'm really running out, buddy. Um, there is one other AEW team I could mention to you that do you get Butcher and Blade. They're quite prominent. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're um, bodied up with Eddie Kingston. Yeah, um, essentially the the one the names I had left, which might give you a hand, is Butcher and Blade, possibly Mustache See, Mountain, Imperium, not, Fashion Police, and Gallus. I'm not I'm not I'm not really stuck for teams so much as I'm struggling a bit. Trying to think about who's gonna actually win something. Mm-hmm. Um, See, one of my picks was going to be Mustache Mountain. Yeah, but they're not always together, which is the issue. I don't yeah, think they're going to be together, together again. We you know, we're not, yeah. we don't know what's going to happen with NXT UK. They've both kind of been doing more single stuff, so yeah, I think it's a bit of a risky pick. Yeah, I'd probably unless they put them back together in NXT UK just to try and like, yeah, maybe get eyes because they, they're quite prominent. Yeah, yeah, it's your choice, mate. Whatever you think should be the last pick. <sighs> That's not easy. I know. Um. Fuck. Shit. Bollocks. Um, Google prominent tag teams right now. <laughs> Alexa, my only... make my last pick for me. Oh, fine. You know what? I'll go with um, Machine Two Gun, Carl Anderson, and, I'll, and uh, Luke Gallows. I was going to go with them, but I thought we couldn't do TNA. Yeah, I mean, well, we TNA doesn't Impact. exist. We didn't mention Impact. Impact. Um, should we? Should we not do? Well, Impact. I, get, I don't know. It's up to you. We can do Impact if uh, if you're thinking. I'll tell you what. Because because you're bottom of the ninth, bottom of the ninth, we'll let you go with the the Good Brothers. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you the Good Brothers. <laughs> go for it, mate. You, you <laughs> just we'll, one just because. <laughs> we, we'll be we'll be Good Brothers and let you go with the Good Brothers. Yeah, yeah. We'll oh. we'll give you that one, pal. Fair enough. I uh, took them off like second on my list. <laughs> No, we'll, we'll let them have that. I mean, because I mean, all the all the solid teams are already gone, but uh, they're a good shout for Impact for sure. So yeah, yeah, fair enough, mate. You can have that one. Which now means we're going to have to watch Impact. I mean, we don't. <laughs> we don't. We, it's Gary who has to pay attention to that. We just have to hope they yeah, don't. Yeah, but win. we need to make sure he's not telling <laughs> Porky Pies. That's true. Well, yeah, but you're never you're never going to fact check me. <laughs> yeah, who's got, who can be bothered to fact check? Yeah. Jesus Christ! They've just won all the belts. Oh fucking hell! I was, was going to say. <laughs> All of my picks have just won 1,000 matches. What, like right this second? Yeah. That was quick. Yeah, well, all well, they mine had a, they had a, thousand, a, a million. A thousand, ref, a thousand referees and a, th- nine, a thousand wrestlers beneath them just pinned them all at the same time. <laughs> well, I don't believe you, but good luck going forward. But I think decent picks, lads. Um... Like we say, we've already kind of got the basics figured out, but we'll try and sort of tweak things as we go along, but I think that's a fairly decent start, and 
I like I was saying before, I like this more than just doing predictions because it gives us more of a stake when we're watching. You know, it's not just going to be us necessarily trying to go with our gut on things. It's going to be more with rooting for people a bit more. I think it's going to make it yeah. a bit more interesting to watch. So I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. And we'll do updates. So get your Excel spreadsheets ready. <laughs> um, Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> um, excellent. Well, I think that'll wrap things up there. Um, get the usual plugs out of the way. So, yeah, if you want to find us on Facebook and YouTube, it's at the Bearhug Club Podcast, Bearhug Pod Club on Instagram, and Bearhug Club Twitter. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you again next week. See you. Before we go, I will say if you think there is a pick, an obvious pick we missed, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Shout, it out. Shout it out your window, we'll be listening. Yep. Yeah. Let us know your picks. Um, yep. Yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye.